Welcome, welcome, welcome. No, okay, I'm, I'm kidding. I can't sing and I do uh, realize this. My name is Jasmine and welcome to the Proverbs 31 exclusive podcast. One of the first things that I will say is that I am um, not scripting this. At this point in time, I've chosen not to write a script for my podcast. I just kind of let the Holy Spirit lead me. I do have a plan for where I want to go um, with each pod, with each episode. And I will just kind of get into it. So first, just a little bit about me is that uh, you hopefully can't notice too readily (laughs) that I am not doing this with all the professional equipment, um, which leads me to one of my main pieces of advice that I give people is just start with what you have. God will do the rest. So that's kind of where I'm taking my own advice here is I'm starting here with my phone, okay? But welcome. I hope you stick around a while. I'm a single mom of two children. Uh, We might get a little bit into more of that later at some point in time. I um, am Christian in case you haven't figured it out yet. Jesus is honestly my best friend, my everything. He saved me. He saved us all. But man, I went through and that has just really grown my relationship with him. And now I just really can't help but talk about him. Um, If you don't want to hear about him, this may not be the podcast for you. Um, I started this podcast. I really wanted to help other people with my experiences. Um, You know, they say that what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. What I like to kind of think of my situations as is that I got so much wisdom from that. You know, the Bible talks about how wisdom is the principal thing, how invaluable wisdom is. So actually the people that hated on me, cheated me lied to me, lied on me, did me real dirty. You know, my biggest joke with uh, my close circle is that I wish I could just give them a hug, a kiss, because the wisdom that I gained from those experiences is really invaluable. Um, Not, you know, not things I'd want to go back through, but also not things I really have any regrets about. Um, I also started this podcast just to kind of discuss some things I believe God wants me to discuss. Uh, When I was at my very lowest, I was like, God, why are you letting me go through this? Like, for what? One, uh, I've realized since the first answer is that I was dumb. Your girl was not wise at the time. A lot of it was my own doing. But at the same time, um, that wasn't what God told me. He was a little nicer. He said that my testimony would help somebody. Um, So I won't really necessarily probably get into that today. But, you know, there might be bits and pieces here um, where I say some things. And I really does hope that it does help somebody. Um, You may ask, why Proverbs 31 exclusive? I'm glad you did. (sighs) I guess it could be a long answer. I'll try to make it a short one at this point in time. I was really at my lowest of lows, Um, family issues, money issues, self-esteem issues, big, big relationship issues. Um, I didn't feel like I had a lot of worth for the, what I can, I think that was like the first time in my life where I really didn't feel worthy. I I had had never personally felt like self-love was my issues. Um, growing up and everything, but I didn't feel worthy at that point in life of anything, even the love of my beautiful, beautiful baby boy. I only had my son at the time. And 
one of the things that God had me really get into was Proverbs 31. Um, if you know, you know. <laughs> now, if you've read Proverbs 31, it's a um, woman speaking to her son. Many people believe that it's King Solomon's mother speaking to him. Kind of about the, you know, the prototype, if you will, of a godly woman. And I'm looking this, I'm reading this chapter like, God, you want me to feel worse because I am not her. Um, I still have those moments. But really, when you, you break that thing down and you really get into that and study that, that's not something we'll get super into today. Um, but if it's something you feel like doing, I really encourage you to study that, you know, because it's, it's so much about her character and who she is on the inside. We know that God looks at the heart. Come on, somebody. God looks at the heart. So she has this great character. You know, we don't hear about her body type. We know that she's diligent and she's industrious and she works hard. But, um, and so, I mean, the girl, she made money, right? But because she was diligent, we don't know if she's born into it, whatever. It's just that she was diligent and consistent and had a great work ethic and she was you know financially rewarded for that i believe she had multiple streams of income which is what i'm aiming for one of my goals um but the main thing right was her character and then everything else was a result of that and i think a lot of times what we do is we we look at the results we don't look at the root of where that came from we don't um, consider maybe the work ethic and the character and the first and foremost, the relationship with God that's truly required to be successful. We look at the success, right? So, um, Proverbs 31 exclusive is so good to me because it's like in this world, especially in society that I'm coming up in, I, I can't speak for everywhere in the world, but <laughs> certainly in my little corner, um, you know, you think of exclusive as can you afford Prada? Or do you have on red bottoms? Um, what kind of man are you with? And really, her rarity was found in the quality of her character. And so with that being said, um, you know, despite bank account, looks, size, last name, we can all be that Proverbs 31 exclusive right it's more about are you going to be and pursue the calling that God has for you are you going to be the person he created you to be right and that of course has nothing to do with uh red bottoms um then I did want to go into a little about what you can kind of expect from the podcast I hope they don't go over 30 minutes. Like I said, I haven't scripted it, but I'm aiming for about a 30-minute podcast. This one, uh, we'll see, might be a little bit less. Um, I'm hoping to get it out every Friday. Like I said, single mom, got a lot on my plate. Uh, this is a priority for me. It is not my top priority, unfortunately. Um, with that being said, I still wanted to get it out on Friday just to kind of throw that out there because if I am going to be inconsistent, um, if any of you came here from social media, then you'll know, you know, that I put stuff out there, um, not always super consistently. And that's because those are not necessarily my priorities at this point in time. I have a lot going right now. Um, I have some things in the works that I'm really not talking about right now, as well as um, I'm 
to have my kids at home with me in school, a second grader and a preschooler. Uh, we do school. I do still work um, a regular job. So just a lot going on, you know, then the upkeep of the home as well and the things that uh, I have in the works also. So um, I say that and I try to make that plain because a lot of what I talk about is how to reach your goals and how everything is got to be kind of built around a routine um, and consistency is key and the Bible tells us so much about diligence and so I don't want it to seem like I'm contradicting Um, I also speak a lot on prioritizing unfortunately at this point in time these are some things that I'm kind of trying my um, hand at if you will and I do hope that they get something out to somebody that they help somebody right I hope it's not a waste of time for everybody involved but um, at the very least it is experience for me as far as going into uh, you know what I hope to be better at later just not top priority right now so I did just kind of want to make that clear because it's like I miss a few Fridays I don't want it to be like okay like how the uh, girl always talking about the goals messing up on hers well it's not my top goal at the moment um and then again just to say that I they are planned um you know if the Holy Spirit speaks to me and has me go in a different direction I certainly will I that my plan is to follow what he says if he happens to have me say something specifically I will go completely off of what I had kind of jotted down to speak about to do that in hopes that if there's even just one person listening, it doesn't have to be for the masses. Um, if there's even just one person listening and God has a word for them and he allows me to share that word, then I certainly will. But again, planned, not scripted. Um, yeah, this might be less than 30 minutes. We will see. So the affirmation that I have for today. So again, um, I mentioned it in the description, not sure if you got to read it, but I'm pretty sure it's in there that I would like to have affirmation on my affirmations are scripture based. I do believe in positive speaking, positive thinking, but I think that those things, when you just say positive, sometimes that can, um, extract the word of God from it. That is not something that I do. Now, I do believe that God stands by his principles. So, you know, our words have power no matter what you're saying. So if you're saying more positive things, I don't really believe in manifesting in the way that it's used now. Um, the way that they use that term now is not something I'm in 100% agreement with. But I do believe that there is life and death in the power of our tongues. So I do believe, you know, if you're typically saying more positive things, you will typically experience more positive things versus, you know, if you're real negative you know, maybe don't have that expectation for those positive things to always be happening in your life. Um, and of course, we all have seasons and things we go through. But a lot of my affirmations, all of them really should be scripturally based. The one I shared today, I have a special attachment to. I still try to say it almost every day. Because again, when I went through um, that hard period in my life that I referenced earlier, did a lot of talking to God. I still do. But, you know, it's something about being real, real down where you get real, real serious. And I was like, God, I need something. I need a word. And I kid you not, that's what I felt in my spirit. And I know it was from him. And it was I am com- for me to say, start saying, I am complete in Jesus, lacking no good thing. Um, 
and wow, I have it written down in my one of my old prayer notebooks. I'll maybe have to remember to share it later, maybe in the description, where that's kind of a mashup of two scriptures that he gave me, and then the af- and then the the affirmation to say itself, and again it's, I am complete in Jesus, lacking no good thing. I'm gonna ask you to say it with me. I am complete in Jesus, lacking no good thing. Okay, because how many know that when you're really rocking with God, he works everything out for your good. So it may not feel like a good thing. It may not seem like a good thing right now in this season as you experience it. And God is a very empathetic God. He's a very loving God. So while he feels for you and will comfort you during whatever bad you may experience, I encourage you to remember that he also is working that thing out for your good. Um, I know this has been a really hard year for a lot of us. Really, well, at this point, what a hard two years for a lot of us. Um, as I'm sure a lot of people have, I lost some family members that had to be um, one of the harder parts of the last two years. But then it wasn't the only hard part, right? There was other stuff going on, as there always will be in life. And so... Um, Just to have that remembrance that you want to go through the emotions, you want to process them. If it's grief, uh, you know, whatever it is, you want to process that and allow God to heal you from that. And healing is a process. But to also keep in mind that you're not stuck there. It's not a life sentence because everything must be worked out for your good. So that is affirmation. I'm going to really quickly, I should have had it pulled up, but I did a lot of got a lot of tabs open on my computer. I apologize. The scripture for today, I, I really hope y'all can't hear that in the back. I haven't even stopped to listen to this in between. Just kind of talking um, and looking at my notes here. Again, this is my first podcast. I hope that you bear with me. I hope you find enough value in it <laughs> to come back and stick with me. Um, up until I get to that point where perhaps the quality of the more technical things <laughs> is a little better. But again, I encourage you as far as what your goals are, get started. Get started. We all have to start somewhere. Um, you know, don't wait until it's perfect. And that's something for me to be saying that because I'm naturally a perfectionist. Um, that is one of my flaws that God is still working with me on because I kind of want things to be perfect and it's like just get started girl okay so second Peter 1 verse 5 through 8 is what I wanted to read second Peter 1 verse 5 through 8 so I'll just kind of quickly read it um I love this scripture I'll try to keep my response to it cohesive and because um, I can get to where I just start talking, right? Um, and I, I'm going to try not to do that. I'm going to try to make it easy to follow. Um, but this is one of my favorite scriptures that I feel like there's still so much more revelation in it uh, for me. And I get excited about it. I'm just going to quickly read the few verses. Um, I encourage you to kind of study it on your own, pray about it, ask the Holy Spirit to give you some revelation, because I just think this thing is so good, as is the whole Bible. But I'm like, ever since the first time um, 
well, I'd read the Bible through before. I'm getting off topic. I'm sorry. I read the Bible through before, so I can't say the first time I read it. But the first time I really read it, trying to get some revelation from it, I was like, wow. Second Peter 1 verse 5 through 8. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our lord jesus christ one more verse verse nine but whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins okay so I think there's a lot that could be said about that. Um, I don't want to turn this necessarily into a Bible study. Um, not even to say I'm qualified to necessarily be teaching a Bible study. Maybe depending on the audience. Maybe if you haven't really been reading your Bible and studying it super often or super in-depth. You know, maybe... <laughs> um, that might be something that particular audience would be interested in from me. Um, I haven't done all the Greek and the Hebrew and, and a lot of the Bible, so I'm not going to even, unless that's where the Holy Spirit leads me, I wouldn't even try to make it a Bible study. That's not where I wanted to go with it, but to really kind of apply it to real life, okay? Because, of course, you know, the Bible is to be lived out. Um, the Word of God is alive, so as applicable as it was to... Peter, John, James, Abraham, all of them, it is just as applicable to us. And so what I hope to do every week is go over scripture and um, kind of discuss some of its real life applications. So for this one, um, I'll back up a little bit and say that as I'm walking into the calling that I believe God has for me, I don't know the full extent of it. As I don't think anybody can until maybe they're on their deathbed. Um, but I do know that a big part of my purpose is to help others discover and walk in theirs. Um, and this scripture, I don't know if you caught it as I kind of read over it. But where it says, verse 8 it says, uh, for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and that kind of makes me think about a quote that I heard in a sermon, which I think I want to say it was Bishop Dale Bronner. I want to say, I'm not 100% sure. Said something, but he said something like, one of the saddest things that somebody could say at a funeral is that that person died with potential, you know. Um, you hear at a funeral, somebody say, they have so much potential. Um, that is, you know, fairly sad. Um, because that lets us know that they didn't get to fulfill maybe everything that God had in mind for them. And so... With that being said, what that verse really says to me 
is that that doesn't have to be the case for you, right? There are these qualities, these characteristics that if you possess them in increasing measure, they'll keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. I think the first thing to catch there is in your knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. I think sometimes we wonder what the starting point is for looking for our purpose, for living out our calling, for reaching our goals, for having that sense of fulfillment in life. And some of us may try to chase it in money or you try to chase it in having the right relationship. But I really think the starting point of purpose is the knowledge of your Lord. And one thing I love is Apostle Ron Carpenter. He has a series. He has several series. If you know, you know. But um, his one series, I think it's either What Makes a Man by Ron Carpenter or What Makes a Woman. It's one of those. And he talks about how if you want to know the purpose of a thing, you, you talk to the manufacturer. He talks about if you want to know the purpose of your iPhone, you know, you wouldn't ask your iPhone, iPhone, what's your purpose? What what do you do, right? You would consult the manual that came with it. You get in touch with the manufacturer maybe to understand the purpose. And that's deep to me because then that says if you want to know your purpose, it's not necessarily there. I do believe there are some things you can analyze about yourself, of course, and I hope to get into that um, in a later episode. But really, I think the main starting point is knowledge of God and not just knowing some scriptures or listening to some sermons or knowing a little bit about him. You know, the history he came to die on the cross and things like that, but to really know him, to have an intimate relationship with him, to have that um, intimacy where you're able to recognize Uh, some things about him and his love for you. And so the starting point there is really to have the knowledge of God. So if I'd say if there was one takeaway from here, it would be to go ahead and follow Matthew 633 and put the kingdom of God first and everything else really will fall into place. So if you're stuck, if you feel lost, if you're at a place where you just don't know what else to do, you know, I'd really slow down as much as it may seem like you need to speed up I would slow down and really have some quiet time with God Um, if you've kind of fallen away from him or just kind of gotten busy or maybe weren't ever really super close to him at all in general I would suggest taking some quiet time and really really getting to know God Um, As far as practicing his intentional presence in prayer and worship, but then also in getting in your word. And as you get to know God, really, it's as easy as him talking to you, right? Once you know him, you know his voice. So he will talk to you if you ask him, what is my purpose? What am I called to do? That would, I think, be the starting point. Well, I know we read in the scripture, right? Um, but then it also then goes on to say these characteristics, these virtues, qualities, values, whatever would be your favorite word for them. 
to continue to increase in. And I don't believe that these are steps like first you got to have this, then you got to have that. I do believe they're in a specific order for a reason, which I won't really get into. Um, And I can't even say I 100% know. But they are to continue to increase and coexist, right? And faith is the first one mentioned. Make every effort to add to your faith, right? Of course, we know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is, I like to call it, it's it's a decision that you make, right? To trust in God despite what you see. Faith is, I consider it to be the opposite of sight, right? Um, You may see this, but you have to trust God for something else. So faith would be the starting point. Without faith, it's impossible to please God because you at least got to believe that he exists. You at least got to believe that you can seek him and talk to him, that he's real. And then on to that, it begins to talk about, add on to that goodness, right? Knowledge. And I think that's interesting because if you go up a little further, see, it's already 25 minutes. It's not that I haven't read it and studied it. It's just I I wanted to say that before that it talks about knowledge first. So don't I said the knowledge is a starting point. I still stand by that, even though now it's showing knowledge after like as a third thing. But if you go up to verse two, it says grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and Jesus, our Lord. I'm sorry, verse 3. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Okay, so to even be on the path of trying to live a godly life, it's through our knowledge of the God who called us by his own glory and goodness. So I still stand by the fact that it starts with really relationship with God and even the desire, right, to have that relationship. Um, You're not even going to have faith if, if you're not wanting to know God and serve him in some capacity, right? And so then to knowledge self-control and to self-control, perseverance to perseverance, godliness. So then you get into more of your actions at that point after you've already made a decision in your heart that you want to know God, that you want to know more about him, that you're going to have faith in him. You know, then these other characteristics come into play and they should all be increasing. I hope that makes sense. I'm kind of looking at my thing now. And again, it's not that I don't have anything to say here. It's that I'm trying to figure out what should I say in these last few minutes we got because I don't want to start off already going over time. Um, I still stand by the fact that I don't really want to script it. Um, so I'm going to just leave that there for now. And again, just kind of conclude on that with as far as the real life application, if you didn't hear nothing else and all that I said and what hopefully isn't too much dead air back there is the starting point for purpose is getting to know Jesus.
right? If you already know him, I'm assuming you know him to some extent because I don't know that anybody that's doesn't want to know him would even have clicked on my podcast. <laughs> I tried to avoid any disappointment for people um, by putting it right out there. I'm going to talk about Jesus. I'm going to talk about God. There will be some Bible verses discussed. So I'm assuming you know him on some level, but just to increase in that, no matter how much you know him, I've been in church the last 30 years. That's fine. That's good. But there's always an increase that's available. And so wherever you are now to increase in the knowledge of God, getting your word, getting some prayer time, I promise that will not be unproductive. Um, and then I really suggest reading that whole chapter, Second Peter chapter 1. Okay, so another segment that I want to have for each episode is either like a goals tip or a goals check-in or along the same lines, a purpose tip, a purpose check-in. And this is not an ad, <laughs> um, but I did write a goals workbook and have it published. You can get it on Amazon.com if you're interested. It's called Draft the Roadmap to Your Future, a 365-day goal development and achievement workbook. Again, my name is Jasmine Bryant. Um, so, I mean, that'd be the R thrown there. Definitely not an ad. Um, if you need that again, I'm on Instagram. You can uh, at Proverbs 31 exclusive, and it's listed on my page. But not an ad, so I'm not going to go too much into that. But if you wanted something that would kind of guide you through a whole year of completing goals, um, that would be my suggestion. However, what we'll kind of do on the podcast is um, a few different things um, out of that workbook and maybe some things that didn't you know, make it in there as well. Um, what I would say I'd have you mention today is... So today... I'd like you to consider the answers to three questions. Now, if you're already super goal-oriented, you already know exactly what you want to do, when you're going to do it, how you're going to get it done, you know, feel free to skip this part. Um, But for those of us who, you know, that's not the case for, then I would want you to think about the answers to these questions. And these are straight out of my workbook. Um, I liked how I phrased them. They have I've gone through this process with a few people. Uh, you know, face-to-face, and it did help them kind of get their juices flowing. Um, So think about these questions to help you narrow down your life goals. Now, these would be life goals. That's what I call them. You might think of them as long-term goals. So, you know, don't necessarily think about how big they are um, as far as like, oh, my God, I got to have this done next year. Believe you got to have your big picture first, then narrow it down to the details. So think about these three things. What legacy do you want to leave behind? What do you want people to remember about you when you're long gone? What small changes do you want to have made in this world before you leave it? You know, and don't think of anything as being too big or too small. I think our own minds limit us a lot. So if you want to end world hunger, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that you might exactly do that in your lifetime but don't underestimate the impact you could have on doing that also um don't think of anything as too small maybe you really just 
want to set your children up for success. You want to give them something you didn't have. And that's one of the most important things to you. Don't think that's too small. God gave you those children for a reason. You know? And the impact you can have on their lives will multiply when you raise these adults that end up being really great people, right? Because of the love and the care that you put into them. And then, you know, maybe they marry great people and have more great kids. The point is, don't think of anything as too big or too small right now. Just consider the answers to those questions. And again, it's what legacy do you want to leave behind? What small changes do you want to make, have made in this world? What impacts? And what do you want to be remembered about you when you're long gone? So kind of think about those. Just a little homework before next week. Um, I highly suggest that even if you don't get my workbook, that's perfectly fine. Again, it was not an ad, not a plug. Get a dollar notebook from Walmart and just write down, start writing down some of the answers to these. Of course, I won't go through the whole workbook on the podcast. But, you know, um, get a composition book and just write down the answers if that's more what you want to do. And then the last thing I want to do is I just kind of want to talk about a real life hero. I'm not even somebody that's super into the news. Um, If you guys ever want to get to the point where you send me stories or suggestions for people, I would like to talk about, um, you know, just something I thought was cool. I'm not saying this is a news story. Um, It's new to me, though. (laughs) And I just think this lady is so brave. I found it on the Good News Network. This woman's name is Erica Thompson. And the title is Watch Woman Save Bees from Rescuing Hives from Old Buildings with Her Bare Hands. And what it was is this lady in Austin, Texas is a beekeeper. And her main thing is to save the bees. Which if you know, you know. The bees um, are so important to us. And um, I just support her in supporting them. But what she does is she goes in there. People call her to remove bees. Um, You know, maybe they got them near their house or something. And she goes in and she's literally like, if you look up this article, she is scooping up the bees with her hands and transferring them um, to a new location. And these bees are just on her hands, not stinging her or anything. And so I'm really thinking this must be your purpose because it couldn't be me. But I do love that she's using uh, such a gentle method. And I thought that was really cool. And that's really it. Um, You know, heroes come in all shapes and sizes. Um, Bees are so important to our world. And just the fact that she's doing this like this. I saw somebody on TikTok doing this too. I'm not sure it's the same woman or not. I just saw this and... And wanted to share because, um, you know, the impact that she's making just by doing that is, I thought, was encouraging. Because, again, <laughs> it doesn't have to seem big to anybody else. Sometimes you may not think it's big. Um, but, you know, everything that we do has an impact, often more than we realize. And so I think it's cool to give props to people who are really out there doing their thing. You know, if it's positive, then kind of regardless of what that thing is. Um, The last thing I kind of want to do is 
just kind of say a quick little prayer. I'm already gone over my time, so all I'm going to say is, God, I just, I just ask that God bless you and keep you, that he turn his face towards you and be gracious to you, that he shine his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless, and until next time, I'm out.